And actually, I'm currently house-sitting slash dog-sitting. So it's been quite the journey this week, amen? <laughs> so pray my strength in the Lord. and um, <laughs> So I haven't been getting a lot of sleep with him, but that's all right. You know, it's a, it's a privilege to be able to serve one another, amen? amen. That's what the body of Christ is here for, amen? Romans 12, 5 says, we be in many become members of one another. Amen? Amen. That involves praying for one another, loving one another, serving one another. Amen? Amen. Greater love has no man that he laid out his life for his friends. That's what Jesus said. So this is surely a laying down week with these doggies. Amen? (laughs) Praise God. Amen. So excited to be here this morning. Um, that's a lot of good things, a lot to pray for after the message. Praise God. My heart is pretty heavy this morning. I heard last night about the young man that was killed on the island trying to bring the gospel to these people, to this tribe that's unreached. And he lost his life as a result, but we know that he gained eternal life as the real result. And the law, they're trying to say that he was wrong, but he didn't break no laws in the sight of God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So what we're going to do, we're going to try to find the names and information of the family and send some support encouragement to them in form of a letter because they need it right now. They're receiving a lot of backlash for it. And I read a tremendous article last night that said that they forgive the people. They hold no bitterness, no grudge against them. And they also have seven men in jail right now that we're also praying for, for God to have mercy on them for their release. Amen. And so my heart is just just heavy and also encouraged. Amen. In Mark 16, 15, it says to go out into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Every creature has the right to hear the word of God. Amen. Amen. Everyone has the right to come to Jesus because Jesus died for all. Amen. Amen. He's bidden for every man and woman to come. Hallelujah. We're going to take up an offering here in a second and As we're taking up the offering this morning, let's just remember our missionaries that we support from here. The Nutt family, which is in Bolivia. And the Hargenstam family that's in Ethiopia. The Thomas family in India. And the Pickets in Kyrgyzstan. Let's remember them this morning. Amen. We're going to get ready to take up the offering this morning. Do you want to come up, Nicholas and Leilani? Okay. Here you go, Leilani. Thank you for this morning and bless this morning and allow this for your 
thank you for the people at the church. Thank you for everybody. Amen. 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 You guys could go ahead. Amen. I want to read a little bit from this article this morning that I read in ChristianPost.com last night entitled Missionary Killed by Tribe in India Predicted His Death Thought Island Was Satan's Last Stronghold. And the young man's name is John Chow, an American missionary killed by a remote tribe in India's North Sentinel Island, predicted his own death but decided the risk was worth it to try to reach and people his diary has revealed. I'm scared, the 26-year-old American from Washington State admits in excerpts from his diary that his family shared with the Washington Post. Watching the sunset and it's beautiful, crying a bit, wandering if it will be the last sunset I see. Lord, is this island Satan's last stronghold where none have heard or even had the chance to hear your name? He wondered. I just kept rereading and rereading and rereading that last night and I was like, I, I got to get some sleep, but I, I mean, I just, I couldn't rest last night, you know, thinking about him and praying for his family and, you know, the, the gospel is free, but it comes at such a price. There's such a costliness to the gospel, amen? There's such a weightiness to the word of God and we know heaven and earth will pass away, but Jesus said, my word will never pass away. And I like what Brother Daniel has on the cover of his Bible back there, how this, this word, this sword is banned in 50-something countries and counting. Why are people so afraid of this book? Because it contains the very words of eternal life. Amen. 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 You, you don't see them prosecuting a, persecuting the Quran or the the Hindu pamphlets and the Buddhism tracks, you don't see none of that. But when it comes to the word of God, people are laying down their lives right now as we speak. That's how we know that this is the truth. Amen. Amen. And we have to remember those that are afflicted, those that are bound is bound with them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
I want to read out of Revelations chapter 2. I don't even know if I'm going to get to the message I had this morning. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Revelations chapter 2. Hallelujah. And verse 8. Revelations chapter 2, verse 8. And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich, spiritually speaking. And I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of these things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, and ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He that hath an heir, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Amen. Amen. And this was speaking of the persecution that the Christians went under under the emperor Nero for 10 years. The suffering that they endured for the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And how they were going to receive a crown of life. The word of God speaks of five crowns that we're going to receive at the Bema seat, at the judgment seat of Christ. And one of them is the crown of life, the martyr's crown. And that, this is what this man, John, is going to receive. Amen. And there's not a day that I don't think about the Bema seat, the judgment seat of Christ, the tribunals of the tribunals. And how I hope that I'm found worthy when I stand before the Lord Jesus Christ and I stand before these great men and women who have laid down their lives for the sake of the gospel. Amen. Amen. And one thing about this man is he knew that it might cost him his life going in. And that's totally different from what we know is so-called Christianity today. Amen. Amen. To be a Christian takes courage. It takes boldness. It takes being brave even in the midst of persecution, in the midst of knowing that your life might be endangered as a result of going out to meet a people who haven't heard the gospel. Now, this ought to be a challenge for us on the freedoms and the liberties that we have in this great nation here in Alaska, in this area, to tell somebody about Jesus. Yes. Amen? Amen? We don't run the risk, at least yet, of dying for what we believe in. Mm. Amen? It's not going to be too costly to us to tell somebody about the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? And it, it's, such, it's such a privilege, it's such a privilege to... To walk with him, amen. Such a privilege to be in his will. Amen. And 
I, I, I just I hope I can find it, but I want to read something. The, the last letter that this man wrote. And this is all to the glory of God this morning. His final words, his last letter to his family was, you guys might think I'm crazy in all this, but I think it's worth it to declare Jesus to these people. Please do not be angry at them or at God if I get killed. Rather, please live your lives in obedience to whatever he has called you to. And I'll see you again when you pass through the veil. This is not a pointless thing. The eternal lives of this tribe are at hand and I can't wait to see them around the throne of God, worshiping in their own language as Revelations chapter 7, verse 9 and 10 states, I love you all, and I pray none of you love anything in this world more than Jesus Christ. Sola Dio Gloria is Latin for glory to God alone. Signed his name on November 16, 2018. Amen. And actually, this island, by law, was forbidden to go to because these people didn't want to have absolutely anything to do with outsiders. And so this, these are a group of people that don't want anything to do with the outside world. So they have not had a chance to heard the gospel. And there's places like that out there. And he went around the island and the fisherman that took him, he actually, the day before he was killed, he had a chance to get off and kayak to the island. And he was able to interact with some of the people, some of the, the islanders, the Sudanese people. And he gave them a football and fish as gifts to him. And some of the tribesmen got angry and started shooting arrows at him. And one of the arrows went through his waterproof Bible. What a sight to behold. What an honor. I would love to see that Bible, amen? And he took that as a stern warning and he swam back to the boat where the fisherman was waiting on him. And he went back the next day. He sat there and contemplated. <coughs> excuse me, he sat there and thought all night about this. And instead of running away and saying, well, it's not worth it, he decided to go back the very next day. And as he got onto the shores of the island, he was met with an arrow and the fishermen seen them dragging his body and burying him under the sand. What a testimony. What a testament of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's take a look at John chapter 12.
verses 24 to 26. And we know this is referring to the hour of Jesus coming, of his time to be betrayed. And verse 24, he says, verily, verily, that means listen up, listen up. I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. He that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto eternal life. If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Amen. So what this man did was not in vain. My prayer to God is if you can use death more than my life, then let it be. This is a true example of what Paul said in Philippians 1.21. He was betwixt when Paul was prison at, in prison at Philippi. And he, and he didn't have no three hots and a cot, amen? <laughs> these were dungeons. Chained up in dungeons, these men were. And he wrote to the Philippian people that he was betwixt. He wanted to depart and be with Christ, which he knew was far better, but he knew that he had to remain in the flesh for fruitful labor. And in Philippians 1.21, he says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. So how precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Amen. There is no sad story with John this morning. There's a glorious story. As the angels of the Lord came and carried his spirit away to be with the Lord. How we all should have a godly jealousy over that. To want to be with him today. To want to rejoice around the throne room of heaven. Amen. To want to be counted worthy. Amen. Hallelujah. Such a privilege, such an honor to serve the Lord Jesus Christ that we have on this side of eternity. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 12. Starting in verse one. This is an exhortation to faith and godliness. Hebrews 12 verse one. Wherefore, seeing we are also are compassed about 
with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which do it so easily beset us and run this race with patience, the race that is set before us. We're all in a race. Amen. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, 27, that he beats or buffets his body in a subjection, lest after he then preach to others, he himself becomes a castaway. Amen. We're in need of endurance this morning. Looking unto Jesus. So that means I'm not looking unto nothing else. I'm not looking unto sickness. I'm not looking unto depression, loneliness, anxiety, fear. I'm looking unto Jesus because Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Amen. When I look around me, I don't have too much to worry about. My problems are not as big as they seem to be. Amen. In the light of eternity. In the light of these men and women who are laying down their life for the sake of the gospel. Amen. Amen. We have such a Christian heritage. We have so much to be thankful for, so much to be grateful for. So much honor to follow. Hallelujah. So this morning, let's just continue to keep that family in prayer. And let's try to find information about them so we can send them some sort of support, some sort of encouragement during this trying time. The, the enemy's been defeated. Amen. This is going to inspire other Christians to go out there to take the gospel seriously, to take the Great Commission seriously. How many know it's a command and not a suggestion? Amen. Make disciples of all nations is what Jesus said as he ascended to the right hand of the father, teaching them to observe, to obey all things. Amen. And something that Jesus promised us is that, lo, he is with us always, always, actually. You know, they take away the S in that word. It's interesting because in the Greek, there is no word for always, for always. So in the Greek sense, what he's trying to say with taking away the S instead of always, just always, is that it's a 24-hour around-the-clock presence. Jesus, that we have abiding in us. Amen? He promised to never leave us or forsake us. Amen? Now, we can walk away from him, but he will never turn away from us. Amen? He's ours calling us. Amen. Come. He's ours knocking at the door. Amen. He's ours pleading, begging, be reconciled back to me. Amen. Hallelujah. So this morning, um, we got some people to pray for. 
And I also I have a testimony to share. I was hoping the brother would have made it this morning, but he's probably still asleep. So he's going to hear this message later. So he'll hear what I said. Amen. <laughs> and there's a there's a brother. His name is Jordan that I met recently a week or so ago. He lives out here in Wasilla and he's from Lime Village originally. And he's working out in Valdez and he actually had to take off work because of his health condition. He was having real bad migraines, back problems, I mean, you name it. And so um, Brother Bill, the one that's out in Idaho right now, had contacted me last week and said, hey, do you want to go pray for this guy? And I said, sure. And we went over there and had a good time of fellowship until about midnight or so. Something about the midnight hour, amen? (laughs) And so towards the end, we prayed for him. And I laid my hands on him and I believed that the Lord was able to heal him. How many know that Christ is a healer? Amen? He hasn't changed. He's still healing today. He's still saving a day. Amen? He's still delivering today. And so he had an MRI and different medical scans set up for that Monday. This was a Saturday night. And by Monday, he went to the doctor and they said, we no longer need to run any tests on you. He was completely healed by the Lord Jesus Christ. And I spoke with him yesterday and he told me something else that went along with his recent healing. He said for the past year, every time he ate a meal, he threw up every day. And he said for the past week, he hasn't thrown up not one bit. Somebody give God some praise for that right there. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. And so now he's able to return back to work tomorrow. Amen. So we give God praise for him. Hope to see him here one day. And as I was talking to Brother Bill, he was telling me there's two men down where he's at that are in critical need of prayer. Both of them are facing serious illnesses. They're very influential men in their area. So what a testimony that would be. And one of the gentlemen's name is Bill Connor. He's 80 years old. He's not interested in being healed, he said. So let's pray for a peaceful transition into eternity to his heavenly abode. So he's not expected to live to Christmas He has cancer and Parkinson's disease. So his wife and son have gone on before him. So he really wants to go see them. So I can only imagine what that's like if I reach the age of 80, which the Lord promised us 70, 80 years if we have the strength. And so I can't blame the man for wanting to go to his home. Amen. And so the other man's name is David Finney, and he's a younger gentleman who is paralyzed on his left side. Didn't Jesus heal a paralyzed man and said to him, 
pick up your bed and go home. We believe that will be the same testimony for Mr. Finney unto the glory of God. Amen. And so this morning, we're just going to get ready to pray. We're just going to believe God. I know he's a healer because he's healed me. Amen. See, we got to know not just in here, but in here that Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today and forever. Amen. So let's just gather around the altar this morning and let's just let's just believe God for these men. Yeah. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come to touch and agree, Father God, in your name, the name above all names, Father God, the name which every tongue will confess and every knee will bow, Father God, before, Lord. Father God, Lord, we know there's power in your name. Father God, Lord, we just lift up Bill Connor right now. Heavenly Father, Lord, just give him a peaceful transition as he enters into eternity. Father God, as he goes on to be a part of that great cloud of witnesses, Father God. Lord, as he goes to see his wife and son and his family, Father God. Lord, that he enters into his rest, Father God. Lord, we thank you for that, Father God, Lord. Father God, we also lift up, Father God, David Finney, Father God. Lord, you're the same God that healed the paralyzed man, Father God, that sat there, Father God. Lord, Father God, we know you're able to raise him up, Father God. Lord, as we touch and agree in prayer with Brother Bill and his family down there, Father God, as they have a meeting set up with him, Father God, to pray for him, Father God. Lord, as he comes out of this thing, Father God. Lord, as it be a testimony, Father God, for their community, Father God. Lord, that, it, that he becomes a living witness, Father God. Lord, for you, Father God. Lord, we just thank you this morning, Father God. Lord, for being a good father, Lord. Father God, and we also lift up the family of John, Father God. Lord, that you be with him, Father God. Lord, that you allow us, Father God, to seek and find him, Father God. Lord, Father God, in any way we can be an encouragement to him, Father God. Lord, that's our heart's desire this morning, Father God. And Lord, let us be found faithful also, Father God. Lord, Father God, I know you haven't called everybody to bear that cross, Father God. Lord, Father God, but let us be worthy, Father God. Lord, let us strive to attain a crown, Father God. Lord, that one day we may be able to lay it down at your feet, Father God. Lord, that we may be able to see you, Father God, face to face, Jesus. Father God, Lord, we know you died for the world, Father God. But Lord, we know you made it personal, Father God, because you died for me, Father God, Lord. And the life we now live, Father God, Lord, is by faith in the Son of Man, Father God. Because, Lord, we've been crucified with you, Father God, this morning, Father God. It's not I, Father God, but you, Jesus. Father God, and we thank you for the privilege to be able to walk as you walk, Father God. To walk in the light, Father God, as you walked in the light, Father God. 
And Lord, we just thank you this morning, Father God, and we lift you up, Father God. Lord, just be with everyone here this morning, Father God. Lord, Father God, give us, Father God, the ability to hear your voice. Father God, to be able to discern what your specific will is for us, Father God, as your body. Father God, as you are the head of your church, Father God. And Lord, we just thank you, Father God, and we lift you up, Jesus, and we just give you all the praise, glory, and honor. In your holy name, Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. Brother David, I'd like to testify that um, I just thought about it. You know, sometimes things we deal with um, in our life, we, we don't, we, it seems huge until the moment that God takes care of the issue and then you look back and you're like, ah, you know, they're probably that bad after all, you know, and you, it's almost like the size of it was right down, like the praise for, you've been going through this forever. And then, but I was just reminded as you're praying, something seems kind of small compared to someone losing their life. But God is good in all things, small and big. And I've been dealing with this, a bad taste in my mouth for many years now. And the other day, I've been going through different avenues to try to get, I mean, I've had a tooth fixed, um, like an old cavity done, I mean, I've done everything you can think of. I had the tooth crown, pulled, I don't even have it anymore. I mean, I went to great lengths to get it fixed. And uh, anyway, with that said, I, that didn't fix it. I thought it was gone, like when we were having Bible study, but it came back. And so I was like, oh, I'm just gonna have to live this for the rest of my life, and it's not it's nothing compared, like I said, but at the same time, I feel like God deserves the glory for all things. And anyway, I went to a specialist the other day and uh, a root canal, because I have an old root canal behind it. I thought maybe that's coming, that's my last. And then they said, everything looks great. I don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. And then the last thing, so the last thing is go to a periodontist. And I thought to myself, even to the day I went to the appointment, I thought, why am I even going? And chances are there's going to be nothing they can do and I'm just going to have to live this rest of my life. And for me, it's probably because it made me nauseous all the time. Anyway, so I thought, even as I'm driving to the point of going, why am I even bothering? This is so stupid. I'm, I'm not getting, they're not going to tell me anything that's going to help me. But he did. I mean, he went back to the basics. It was nothing. You know, for $124, I almost gave up. I was almost canceled the appointment. I thought, what's he going to do? What's he going to tell me that I don't already know, what I don't already do, that I haven't done already? But he gave the basic things that I couldn't even, I couldn't even believe. And I thought, this is not going to do anything, and I'm not lying with him in two days. I started this mouthwash and got off things that I had been doing, trying things, and I'm serious, the taste is pretty much gone. Praise and I'm doing God. horrible things. <laughs> I've deleted things out of my life I didn't even know that were bad for me. Um, anyway, so if you do Listerine, don't do it. It's bad for you. Um, kills all the good germs, too, in your mouth, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it's a, that was such a miracle for me, and I just want to give it the praise and yeah. honor because I've been dealing with this for over probably five years. I don't even know. Oh, wow. And I almost this close yeah. to giving up. If I had to win, I wouldn't know what I know. Yeah. And so I just, I don't know, I feel like in a lot of times, like you're just saying in the scripture, we're in a race. And sometimes we get this close, and then we give up. And if we do, then we're not gonna we're not gonna finish the race and it's like Carrie said it's not how we start it's not the mistakes we make in the race 
it's those that finish that matter. I mean, we may yes. make mistakes, we may sin, we may have things that shortcomings, but it's not who mazes up, it's who finishes that race. Amen. Amen. So yeah. I just want to give him glory this morning because it's yes. so worthy. Amen. I'm so thankful that this taste is pretty much gone. I mean, Hallelujah. it's a miracle Amen. I haven't had yeah. this relief in you. So. Oh my God. Amen. He's awesome. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. What a glorious testimony. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. 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 Thank you for coming out this morning and the Lord be with you today. As we walk in his presence, amen. As we leave this building, but not his presence, amen. Amen.